welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. All right. Welcome back to Enhanced Living. Thank you so much for joining me today yet again, of course. And I, you know, a theme on this show has been basically manifesting your life and how the synchronistic things happen to bring you to where you are today. And so before I bring on my guest for today's episode, I have to tell the story behind how he ended up sitting across from me on the Zoom screen, because it's a really interesting story. Now, as you may or may not know by now, if you follow us on The Vegans 3 on YouTube, then you may know at this point that we've made the move from Los Angeles to Vancouver. And that was a whole big thing. And to follow all the details, just go to The Vegans 3 on YouTube. We are detailing the entire story over there, as well as our journey and all the amazing vegan places that we have found along the way, which I'm excited to share with everybody. But I digress, because as we were thinking about making this move, I was scrolling on Facebook and I had some friend suggestions pop up. And the guest that's on the show today, he popped across my feed and I was like, wow, I haven't seen him since camp 20 years ago in my mind. Okay. And so I was like, well, I wonder what he's up to. Friend request. I clicked on his profile and I see that he's the founder of a company called Plant X has the green symbol. I'm like, oh, it's got to be vegan. And I start to delve into it and it is a vegan company. What's more, I look and I see he lives in Vancouver. So I was like, okay, I have to connect with him. The last thing I remember is playing baseball with him at summer camp in like the late 80s, early 90s. Okay, that's that's my memory. And so I connected with him and it turns out that there are so many things in common and he is in Vancouver and we are connected. And Sean Dollinger is here on the show with me today. He went from founding Canada's number one pizza franchise to founding the largest online vaporizer company. It's called Namaste Technologies. It hit a billion dollar valuation, which is just huge. I mean, I don't know if you know what a billion is. If you can quantify a billion, then you understand that that's massive. And he recently founded, as I mentioned, Plant X, which is it's been dubbed the vegan Amazon, and we are going to talk about all of that stuff today. Sean, thank you so much for being on the show here today. It's so nice to have you. Adam, great reconnecting, and uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it's just such a such an amazing turn of I don't even call it coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I just love the synchronicity of it all because I recently found that you only moved to Vancouver like in the last two years. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I've just found this whole plant-based movement over the last 10 years. And yeah, for the last couple of years, really been at it. And Vancouver's a, a, an amazing place if you love the outdoors and everything of that 
as we do. And I, I want to talk real quick because you said that you found the plant-based life in the last 10 years. So before we jump into plant-based life, I want to know, as the show is Enhanced Living, and it's about living the best version of yourself, you've created basically three, four, maybe five massively successful companies over the course of your life. Can we talk about that real quick? Because there are so many people, most people out there will end up working for a company and there's nothing wrong with that. But to create more than one successful company, that requires a level of understanding of business, commitment to a specific lifestyle, and, and a work ethic that I don't think most people understand what goes into that. So I want to crack that open and, and talk about that right there. How did you get started on that path? And what's maintained your level of determination to get to where you are today? I'm a true believer in hard work, keeping your head down day in, day out. Some days are rough. Some days are not. Some days are amazing, right? And you got to treat every day the same where you just go after your goal. And so many times people say, oh, people get lucky. I, I don't believe in that word lucky. You need to create the opportunities that you're placed in to even get the opportunity to get lucky. And that's really what it's been about. And it's, it's about keeping to improve each business. So where I started 20 years ago in specialty e-com. Here I am 20 years later, the industries have changed, but I've stayed to the same practices. And this go around, it's the first company that I live and breathe uh, plant-based living and what we're doing and what we're all about. So I am absolutely thankful for every morning I wake up and uh, get to uh, create something absolutely incredible and give back to the world. I think that's so amazing. And and it's so true because, you know, you said something very important, which is it doesn't matter what the company is or the industry is, you're bringing the same work ethic to that company every day. And I think that's so important because that's consistency. And that's something that I speak about on the show quite a bit, which is having a sadhana, which is it relates to a daily practice, right? So it's about, you know, waking up at the right time, doing whatever, whatever it is to get your mind right first thing in the morning, and then following through with everything that you do throughout the day. So could you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do in the mornings to keep yourself going and, and to nourish your, your soul, your mind, your body? So it's funny at night, some people have trouble falling asleep. As soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm, I'm out like a light. But when I wake up in the morning, uh, some people can put themselves back to sleep. I'm just too excited for what the day has in store. You know, my brain from the second I open my eyes in the morning to the second my head hits that pillow at night, it's constantly thinking about how I could evolve, be a better person, create a better business, be better to the children and everything, right? It's all goes hand in hand. And I start my day waking up, typically working, working out. People say, what's that workout look like? I say, the only thing that's important to me, my philosophy is just get a sweat in, you know? Like as long as you sweat, I find that clears the mind and it gets you going and it actually gives you more energy for the whole day. I find when I work out later in the day, that's the time I suffer going to bed because I just have so much built up energy. So I find if you wake up with a little bit of this kind of edge on your shoulders or you're feeling like something's not right, just go hit that really hard and you'll come out of that after your shower feeling like a million bucks ready to conquer the day. 
That's really sound advice. And I, I couldn't agree more. I'm I'm also the type of person who I take weekends off, truth be told. I don't work out on Saturdays and Sundays typically unless I miss a day during the week. But five days a week, I, I'm doing that as well. And I couldn't agree more with you. Movement is so key for us. I mean, as a society, I believe we've become very sedentary. And, you know, that ties into actually our move to Vancouver, being able to be outdoors, you know, 24-7, 365, regardless of rain, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's something about the L.A. weather when it hits the triple digit heat for, you know, several days in a row and it's 115 degrees outside. You don't want to be outside. You just can't do it. It's hard. You you want to sweat. Just step outside your door. Uh, but that doesn't really help that much, you know. So I want to talk real quick because you'd mentioned kids, right? And balancing kids and work is a very difficult thing to do for most people. How do you find the balance between running massively successful companies and then having your household at home where you have you have four kids? Four children. And uh, it's a great question. And I make sure when I am in town, I actually don't do business meetings at night. The, the idea is to really be around the dinner table and no cell phones, none of that. That's really a connection time. And then in the morning, I take the time to drive them all to school. They range in age from five to 14. And I just won't jump on the phone during that time. That's our time together. And, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, they've been part of this lifestyle forever. We've gotten to go to incredible places around the world. Dad never really takes a, a vacation. It's been, you know, 30 years, 20, 25 years probably since I had a real vacation, but that's just part of it. And I would never turn that in for anything. I wouldn't change anything ever. I just absolutely love that opportunity. And, you know, you get going early, but hey, if there's something special that they have at their school, it gives me the ability to go and be part of that. And the date kind of continues. So it shuffles around a lot. I'm always thinking about how to make the business better, but uh, it's rubbed off because my 14-year-old, I could show you a picture at the front door here. He's got 80 pairs of shoes going out today. He's moving like 80 to 150 pairs of shoes, learning about FX trading, shipping with all the couriers, getting multiple quotes, and it's just unbelievable. So, you know, that's uh, it, it shows that doing something right. I am <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. And it's true. I mean, they say, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And, you know, you have to be the example you want your children to emulate because they'll do as we do, not as we say, obviously. Now, I was I was reading your blog and I got to the point of your life story and how you got to where you are. And I think it's I think before we move into the plant based section of this interview, I think it would be really exciting for us to talk a little bit about your your backstory, because where we've been often dictates where we go. But sometimes when you look at life and you see what you've been given, you can make a decision to choose a different path and to go in a different direction. And I, I know that you had some some struggles early on. And I, I want to know how those fueled your rise to where you are now, more specifically in your in your biography. I, I want to call it a biography, more just a blog post, but it is kind of like a biography. It's like a, a beautiful timeline of how things went. You were at college and then you found yourself within 24 hours living out of your car. And that's a that's a big wake up call. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I grew up almost in two lives. It was quite interesting. My parents got divorced super Young, you know, my uh, mom had me when she was 20. My father was only 19 at the time. And a few months after, my mother was raising me. And then the person who I call dad today actually came into my life when I was just two or three years old, you know, and he's been there 
kind of ever since. But I grew up in a, in a home that my grandfather purchased, right? And it wasn't easy to keep that home up, living that kind of lifestyle, even keeping the heat on during the winter. People think that, you know, the electricity can't be clipped, but you growing up in, in Montreal, you probably had a furnace, right? And on the, mm-hmm. in the furnace, it's oil. And the oil company doesn't need to deliver unless you pay. So there were plenty of times where during the middle of winter, we'd run out of heat in the house. And then I saw the way my grandfather lived. Very successful, public markets guy as well, and just an entrepreneur. And I said, while growing up, even from the age, like what I see my son at 15, 16, I said, man, that's the life that I want to live. I want to live the life where you could go do these incredible things, you know, and from the age of 15 even, I don't know if you remember a place called Papillon de Szechuan on Queen Mary. And Sam hired me to clean the dishes, but then he would throw me the keys without a license to go do deliveries <laughs> during the day because they wouldn't have a delivery driver and he would need to stay there. And even the $10 tips, $8 tips, I still remember feeling alive off of that. And then slowly but surely, I, I started the what would be kind of like Uber Eats today, but before smartphones even. This goes back 24 years ago, 23 years ago. Ended up having about six or seven drivers in the city. And, uh, you know, then I, then I go off to university on a baseball scholarship. Unfortunately, once again, my parents uh, struggled financially. And my mother ended up not being able to pay my rent down in New York. And the landlord said, too bad, you're out on the street. And I didn't really have a job at that time. And I still remember living out of my Toyota Tercel for a week right before it was uh, time to return back for the Christmas break and eating macaroni and cheese every day and, you know, all these things. And, but it, but it's made me who I am today. And that's why I never take anything for granted at all. I appreciate everything that I have in my life. I tried to teach my children that and everybody around me, I tried to take care of from employees, colleagues, partners, anything you could think of, and just try to uh, to always give back. That's an, an amazing story, and it's it's so interesting because you know we lost touch after after camp, and we were still in the same city, which is just it's mind blowing to me. But we just were in different communities, right? And and I'm listening to your story, and I'm hearing so many parallels to my own. Different, of course, but you know. 18 years old, you had a Toyota Tercel. I was driving a Toyota Paseo, which is basically the same car with a different body structure. It's, it's the same, it's the same car. Like there's no, you know, regardless of that, I'm just, it's, it's amazing that our paths took so long to cross. And I know, I remember you reminded me that we ran into each other in LA roughly like 10 or 12 years ago. Actually, I think it's like 12 or 13 years ago. And we saw each other outside some random movie theater in like Sherman Oaks or whatever. And, and it was, it was encounter that I just I was like no 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 I know you from camp like that's I just I remember that specific point and I'm I'm looking at the the trajectories of life and I just think it's so amazing how things can be interwoven so with that being said there's there's one thing I want to address real quick because as I was reading your blog you had said that you pride yourself on customer satisfaction and customer service above all else which is one of the parallels that we have in common as well anyone who's ever worked with me I was just in a meeting this morning where I was talking to a prospective client and we were talking about that and I was saying how customer service is the only thing that matters to me. I'm going to deliver when I come through with what it is that I'm going to do, but taking care of my customer, making sure that they're happy is my number one priority. And I found 
that that is one of the main ingredients to a successful business. And so I want to I want to know what you found with respect to servicing the customer first, making sure that they are happy no matter what, how that's affected the growth of your businesses. Yeah, it's a great question. And if you look at the community, that's what I really focus on. And for a community to be formed, people need to feel welcome, need to feel invited, need to have incredible service. And if they try your product, they need to love it. So you're plant-based, vegan, and if uh, we influence somebody to give it a try and their first few bites are absolutely terrible, you've just lost all the trust with that person and they're going to be like, plant-based living's not for me. So that first go at anything is your opportunity to capture that customer for life. So that's where the whole connection about customer service goes. And that goes for any specialty e-commerce company that I've ever built. If you look through the history of specialty e-com from Zappos, Zappos was built on customer service. And then if you look at diapers.com, the honest company, and other fellow Montrealer, Ryan Cohn, who I was partners with for a few years in a few different dot-coms, started Chewy.com. Six years ago, if somebody turned to you and said they would take away 61% of market share from Amazon and Walmart starting a pet food company, you'd say, you're crazy. There's no way. And if you read all of their customer reviews, if you look at everything on how that e-com was built out, if you read their reviews, it was all about customer service. They even went ahead and hired artists to draw Christmas pictures of people with their pets and sent it out. That's thinking outside the box. And to my whole team and anyone I work with, I always say, try to think outside the box. That's, I mean, that's so smart and it's so important. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I, I'm blown away sometimes when I when I deal with companies who deal with the public, especially in service-based industries. You know, forget products. Products, like if the product is amazing and the customer service is eh, just okay. Some people, most people will pr- pretty much stay on if the if the product is right and the price is right. The service, they'll just kind of put up with it. But if it's a service-based industry and you're not treating your customers well, it boggles my mind. I don't. I, it just doesn't compute for me. I'm like, that's 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 literally your whole job is to is to be good to your clients. Otherwise, you will lose them. So, you'd think that people would put this first and foremost at the forefront of their companies. Why do you think it is that people miss that so much? It's not an easy thing. It might sound like it's an obvious thing to you and I. But it's just really not an easy thing. I could tell you, I just had a uh, special type of heater delivered to me and it came with scratches all over it. And I contact customer service over there and they say, sorry, this is a custom piece. There's no refunds and there's nothing we can do. I say, but I didn't buy this piece with scratches all over it, right? And I say, and I'm not difficult at all. I just said, hey, I could get it repaired. Could we get like a 10% discount towards putting it? And they straight out say no. And it just shows you that they're missing the big picture, that 10% where somebody could come and see this heater because I'm always cold. And then they see it and they're like, oh, wow, that's a cool idea. Where did you get it? That's the viral. That's how you become massive. Not off that just one sale. It's about people referring you to friends, going online, sharing reviews. So if there's ever anybody who complains that maybe they don't get a plant in 100% perfect shape. Right away, we're the first ones. We're, we apologize. And depending on the situation, it's either, hey, here's a gift card for the next purchase. Hey, we'll go ahead and discount that. Hey, here's a refund for it. We're always looking to make the person leave 
happy. And if you look at some of the top restaurants in the world, if you notice, the most important interaction is actually not when you get there, because even if that doesn't go perfect, and even during your whole meal, if it doesn't go perfect, but if they finish strong and they make you feel really good on the way out, that's what you leave remembering. So it's always that last piece of communication that's the most important. I, I couldn't agree more with you. And I, I just think that, you know, for everyone listening right now, if you're in a business of your own, if you're starting a business, if you're working at all with people, which I think everything is person based these days, make that part of your of your life. How can I add value to people before they leave my presence? How can I add value today? It's a question I, I like to ask myself on a daily basis. Whenever I'm interacting with people, I, I already know, Sean, that that's the way that you live is how can I add value? Because when you add value, not only does it come back to you, but that's not the point. You're bettering someone else who will then potentially better someone else. And you, you're, a rising tide raises all ships. You're going to make the world a better place. And it's such a, such a valuable thing to do. So with that being said, speaking of valuable things to do and making the world a better place, you went plant-based about a decade ago, and I want to talk about that a little bit because that directly led you to PlantX and and what this next phase is going to be for you. So what prompted the shift towards plant-based living for you? So I left my last company in February of 2019, and I had a really successful run, right? The company, like you mentioned earlier, went from $6 million to well over a billion dollars. And even though I've had really successful e-coms, I kept thinking, how could I give back? And if you form a charity, if you donate to a charity, an organization, you're always helping that cause, right? And then I start thinking, what's the most valuable thing you could give to anybody on the planet? Some people might say, oh, you could give people money. That comes and goes, right? What you could help people, because a lot of people don't get education on living a healthy life. I grew up in a home where my parents obviously thought that it was healthy and everything. And I ended up weighing, when you remember me back in camp, 220 pounds when I was 13, 14 years old. Here I am 26 years later, and I actually weigh less than you probably remember me. And I can't tell you the anxiety I had, the, the difficulties I had growing up with all that extra weight and the way I feel the clarity I have and just the quality of life I have now is absolutely incredible. So I started saying to myself, if we could give people a longer, healthier and better quality of life on this planet, what could I possibly do better than that? There, and the answer was nothing. And that's when I formed this whole plant-based e-com all around plant-based, vegan, People who are interested in just exploring, I refer to us as the reform vegan, not the orthodox vegan, where it's like, <laughs> oh man, you had honey. We can't, you're not welcome. You tell us you had a steak for breakfast today and it might go against the grain. But for us, we're here with open arms, welcoming you into our house to educate you on tonight's meal or lunch that you could leave satisfied saying, oh my God, this food tastes incredible. I didn't even think this was possible without meat being involved and leaving full and satisfied. And that is really the mission that we have is to get people into this whole plant-based lifestyle, have fun with it, enjoy themselves. And if they still have a desire for anything else, have fun, do what's good for you. 
I want to talk about that real quick because I'm I'm someone who's been plant-based since 2016. I went vegetarian in 2009 and vegan in 2016, I should say. And and I have to say my perspective on it is very much similar and in alignment with PlantX in the sense that I believe personally for me that that's is to live a completely cruelty-free lifestyle. I've seen the benefits in my own life. I've seen the benefits in so many different capacities. There's like pounds of literature. And I say pounds because we're talking reams of paper and data that you can look up and find all the benefits of a plant-based life from both your health to the planet to just everything. And at the same time, I know a lot of people in the vegan community who are very condescending to people who are not there yet. They are very judgmental towards those who are who maybe don't even know what the difference is or who don't know any I don't want to say don't know any better but just don't know about it and don't know why they should and who are kind of I want to say ignorant on the topic and I love the fact that you're so inclusive about it and you're just going look listen this is this is our way this is what we have you can be vegan, you can be plant-based, you could be vegetarian, you could be a carnivore. Just come check us out. And I think that that's such an important way to bring more people into the fold because the lack of judgment is going to open people's eyes. It's going to bring them in and go, wow, I thought it was just carrots and tofu. No, it's not carrots and tofu. You can eat literally everything that you would eat on a, on a meat-based diet, but plant-based, healthier, just as hearty, just as delicious. And so I just, I just want to commend you on that. There's no question there. I just think it's amazing. So bravo. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with totally with what you said. And what I found, find so fascinating when people ask what I'm into as soon as you mention this whole plant-based space, whether it's a 16-year-old or whether it's a 80-year-old, everybody seems to have a story about it. Hey, I tried being plant-based, but I couldn't. Or, or, oh, my friend just took me for a plant-based. And the excitement around it really gets me excited because then I love to share. And yeah, I was in Los Angeles two weeks ago. I swear on my life, this pasta dish that I had for dinner, and I'm gluten-free as well. So it was a gluten-free pasta with the most incredible sauce. I even asked the chef to come out. I, I like literally gave him a standing ovation on this pasta. If I blindfolded anybody on this planet and they tried that and they told me it was a gluten-free pa uh, plant-based pasta, I, they win because th you know, there is, it's incredible. So that's why when people just say things like, oh, that's not for me or it's no good, you know, I really want everybody to give it a try. And the beauty here is whether you are a carnivore, whether you're into what, you know, whatever you're into, it doesn't mean you can't try out what we're doing, you know, and get new flavors. Everybody loves new and exciting meals. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? So it's so true. I, I couldn't agree more. And, and on that note, I want to know real quick, and I, I've done the research and I've looked into, you know, Plantex and I've, I've perused the website and sat there with Sharice and we were sitting there just getting so excited about it and, and I, I want to know just if you can share right now with my listeners, tell, tell them, like, what can they get? What can they find on Plantex? They go to Plantex.com and what's at their fingertips? Yeah, so the idea was to curate a whole bunch of items that people could then go and explore with comfort that they are like, you know, let's say they walk into Whole Foods or Erewhon, which they've done an incredible job in Los Angeles, right? And, but still, you might grab something. A lot of people don't know, like even chips sometimes have milk powder in it, like just the craziest things. Why do you think they put milk powder in it? 
milk gets a stimulus going in your brain. So right away, you want to eat more chips. And that's really the whole idea. So there's all these different interesting things that food producers do. So at least on our website, any of the 30,000 items we'll have there by middle of next year. If people in Canada want meal delivery and try new and exciting actual meals that they just need to warm up, we had this incredible acorn squash knocked our, so even our CFO, who when we started this whole journey wasn't plant-based, he said, oh, I'm just going to order it. He's like, you could hear the excitement on the phone. L- Lauren's like, oh my God, this tastes incredible. I need to order for next week. And so the whole idea behind the platform is kind of what Apple did back in the day. You know, even though they're the number one technology company, most valuable company at two trillion plus in the world, education centers, teaching, bringing people in, making them feel comfort, comfortable with this new technology when they were stealing the market share from Microsoft for the home-based computer. And that's really what we're here to do. We're here to educate, teach, make people feel welcome, come try all these new extremely interesting, incredible products, phenomenal products on our platform and just have fun. I'm just, I'm so excited about this company. You have no idea. You mentioned that people in Canada, there's meal delivery. What about the US? Are you going to be expanding that to the US at any point? And I know that currently as we're recording, just uh, all cards on the table, it is currently December of 2020. And we are still in the midst of craziness here in the US. And so I know that logistically, there could be some issues as far as that goes. But Do you have an eye on expanding the food delivery service to the United States uh, as well as the whole service? Is it only available in Canada? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, so our e-com side runs throughout North America currently. And uh, about a month and a half ago, we announced a fabulous location in Hillcrest, San Diego. I didn't even think, when we did it, we were doing it to set up an education center, like I'm saying, but really that was going to act as our North American distribution center. As soon as the announcement went out, endless emails, how excited everybody is that we're opening this fun plant-based store. And that started getting me really excited. And then when you come to Vancouver, I'm gonna take you out to a 15,000 square foot location, COVID friendly outdoors that we just acquired. And again, once again, it's a, a welcoming, fun place. Same thing with Hillcrest, two garage doors go up cafe. Everybody needs to come try Modern Figures oat milk latte. They won't even know it's an oat milk latte. You know, that's how incredible that brand is out of the UK. And that was the whole idea. You bring people into the cafe, they start circulating through this marketplace, check out all these cool products. And then we have a industrial kitchen in that spot. So to answer your question, that'll be doing United States distribution in Q1 of 2021. So we definitely will be, and we're not stopping there. We already have our sights on a spot in Israel, actually. So Israel will be our first international market where we'll be doing meal delivery as well as uh, products. Yeah, that's uh, the excitement even out of Israel, just to give you an indication out of a small country. We just announced a, a raise earlier this week for $11.5 million. And everybody thought we were crazy because normally you got to do it with a bank. I had the experience. I just went ahead and worked with our board to announce this $11.5 million financing in five days. Just to give you your viewers an indication on the plant-based movement currently, $28 million in demand. That is unheard of in the Canadian public markets. We had to return literally 
over $16 million saying we cannot take the money because the placement's only for 11 and a half. And the reason I'm telling you about this is a massive institution out of Israel believes so much in the plant-based space. They came in with a massive order to be part of this whole syndicate that we're going forward. So the movement isn't just North America, which should get you excited as well. It's, it's, it's a global phenomenon. And it truly is. I mean, I, I actually read recent, not that recently, probably about a year or two ago, that Israel per capita, and I don't know if this is still the case, but per capita, they have the most plant-based people in the world. So Israel is actually ahead of the curve as far as plant-based living goes. It's super, super popular there already. So this makes total sense to me that you're you're telling me that the demand was so huge out of Israel because they're on the front lines of that. And obviously here in California, it's a it's a huge thing, but you see it across the country here as well. As you may or may not know, I've traveled for work a ton and well, not recently, of course, but back when I was, I mean, I was in Atlanta for an event for a few days. I had zero trouble finding great vegan food all over the place. So, I mean, if you're in the deep South, right, or the dirty South, right, and you can find good plant-based vegan food, you can literally find it anywhere. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. I love watching this grow and, and shift and change. And you had said that one of the main things is about education and really getting the message out there and, and really helping people understand. And along with, you know, documentaries like, what's it called? What the Health and, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting it now. Game Changers um, was a phenomenal one. That's the one I was thinking of. I don't know why I was thinking, I couldn't get the name in my head for some reason. But yes, Game Changers was amazing. Things like that, that's helping people understand that you you can not only survive on a plant-based diet, but you'll thrive. So next steps for educating the general public and helping bring them in besides obviously having your your flagship stores what's the i mean and if it's proprietary and you're not ready to share that's okay too but how how what's the plan for getting the message out i want everyone to know i want everyone to know how they can also take part in this movement because i do believe it's a movement so what are the next steps to educate the public so we do it all organically. I always believe organic is the best way to capture a customer because there's a, a loyalty connection. And we have a lot of ambassadors out there sharing all the wonderful things we're doing. Any opportunities like this, this came up just last week, even though I'm nonstop today will probably be a 22 hour day. Just because you presented this opportunity, our history right away, I take the opportunity to come share our story. I probably do these, these weeks, probably five to five to 10 of these, where we're just wanting to get the word out there. We're lucky that we're a publicly traded company already. And because we're not a specific brand, we're a platform. We're not only about ourselves, right? A brand is constantly just worrying about its brand and making sure everybody knows about their brand. They don't want to know the competitors. Us, we're really this broad platform welcoming all the new products to the forefront and then introducing our community to all these brand new products. And in the plant-based space where there's literally hundreds of new products coming out, I'd almost say a month, because if you factor in snacks, meat alternatives, cheese alternatives, I don't know about you, but the cheese these days blows my mind. I could go to my fridge yeah. right now, I have eight different types of smoked Gouda, aged Gouda, mozzarella <laughs> slices, cheddar slice, it's just, Absolutely incredible. Like you could have a, a wine tasting with cheese that's not even, you know, made from milk. So uh, from dairy, you know, so it's pretty incredible where this industry is going. I'm very thankful on how we are placed in this category because 
we're about bringing happiness to everybody and uh, not worry just about our own brand. That's why I think we, we, we really are in the most exciting space. And I believe we're the most exciting company in this space, which I guess makes us the most exciting company in the world. Hey, I, uh, I will jump on board with that in a heartbeat. Sean, thank you so much for being here today. Can you please share with everyone how they can both find Plant X and find, and find you as well? Yeah, sure. So uh, plantx.com is uh, the great domain to go to. And then as we expand around the world, we'll then redirect you to your country's website. And there'll be nice little customized features in each one. So for example, in Canada right now, we're doing the meal delivery. So you'll see that whole meal delivery section on our Canada website. And everything will keep evolving. So obviously keep checking in. You could always reach me, Sean, S-E-A-N, at plantex.com. And Adam, I even go ahead and give my cell phone number out all the time, 604-355-6100. So if anybody wants to call and just discuss how incredible this uh, this movement is, and Adam will eventually have you on. As you know, we have a vodcast every Saturday morning, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. We stream to everybody's platform, two Facebooks, two Instagrams, LinkedIn now. We just want to spread the word just like you. We want everybody to live a, a, a better, longer quality life. I love it. I love it. Let's let's all live enhanced and plant-based is definitely one of the top ways, in my opinion, to do that. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Sean. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. And I, I really look forward to continuing this conversation down the line, of course. And thanks so much for having us on. And as we always say on our show, stay curious, stay planted, stay healthy. I love it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.